This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Ruben Amara Jr., former Phillies general manager, former player, current analyst on the broadcast team, also doing work at WIP, wearing many different hats. Ruben, thank you for doing this. It has been It's been a rough week for the Phillies. It's been a really rough week for the Phillies. I'm curious for your overall thoughts on the situation that they're dealing with right now with the coronavirus. Yeah, it's a a very difficult situation they've been put in. Um, And, and, you know, it's hard to fault people. Everyone wants to look for fault. But, uh, you know, coronavirus has taken over in a lot of different ways, unfortunately, and it's uh, made it difficult uh, on a lot of people's lives. And and it's not just the Phillies. um, it's, It's also the people that are working around the Phillies and, and associated with them as well. What, are you, um, what did you think of Major League Baseball's decision this past Sunday to allow the Marlins to play the Phillies in that series finale, even though word was going around that the Marlins had what was it seemed like at first four cases and, of course, has ballooned them much more? What did you think of baseball's decision to let that game happen? That's the critical question, right? Um, I think that, uh, frankly, I, I think they made a very good decision and, and the protocols in place should have uh, you know, warned them enough that, uh, and at least the Phillies should have been informed or at least uh, had, had a say in the matter with regard to playing. I think um, ultimately um, it probably wasn't the right decision. And uh, it seems that uh, more people are affected and more clubs are affected particularly the Phillies and, and the Marlins, um, unfortunately. And it's, it's going to be a difficult situation for them to play catch up. Uh, the last time that we spoke, we were talking a lot about the economics and, and the back and forth between baseball and the players. We really didn't talk much about safety, even though we know that safety is, is the huge thing. Baseball and the union ended up coming up with a protocol that was over 100 pages long, but they decided to hold the season, as we know, with regional travel rather than do something that like the NBA and the NHL are doing with these campus environments. What did you think of baseball's decision to have their season like that rather than be in one or two spots? I think it's very difficult to, to put baseball in a bubble. It's an outdoor sport. I know that there are indoor uh, stadiums and uh, venues that they probably could have used, but, um, but it's a very difficult situation when you're trying to provide world-class facilities for Major League Baseball. Um, uh, I, I think also uh, that the players had a lot to do with this. I don't think the players were necessarily willing to, uh, to be locked down for two plus maybe three months. And, uh, and, and, you know, that, that's also a factor as well. It seems that the NHL and NBA, because they have shorter time frames, were more willing to uh, put themselves in a bubble. I just don't know that, uh, uh, that the players were prepared to do that. And it's a little bit more difficult task to ask them to do that. 
Speaking of the players and the coaches, uh, the Phillies have said that they have followed their protocol very strictly, especially after what happened in, in Clearwater, uh, which, which they were following it strictly down there as well. They've been following it very strictly. And, and you've seen what they've been doing the first three games. And it's hard. Like, you know, high-fiving, is, is so, they're so used to that spitting, all the other different things. It's hard to physically distance yourself from another person on the field, first base. I mean, it's, it's difficult. How do you think through the first three games from what you've seen the Phillies have done in terms of following the protocol? Well, it's pretty clear that they've been following protocol to the T. I've been, uh, I've been up in, in the, the media areas, and they're very strict about um, you know, how we're being handled. I would assume that they're even more strict with the players. And so um, I think they've done a really nice job in that area. But uh, listen, the coronavirus, uh, it, it makes its, its own way. Um, uh, it, it will, uh, you know, it, it's, it's a very difficult situation. And I think that we're all still learning about it and learning from it. Um, but, uh, but only really takes us one person to be infected. And, and unfortunately, that's what's happened in Philadelphia and, and in other places in Miami, obviously. You know, since the Marlins series, seven of the Phillies games have, have been postponed. They won't have a game for, for at least seven days. And by the time they, had, they have their next game, hopefully, you know, other teams may have 10, 11 games at that point, and, and they have only three. Uh, what, what do you recommend? What, what do you think they should do to, to catch up? Yeah, they're clearly at a disadvantage, and I feel badly for uh, the for the Phillies. Um, they they're put in a really tough situation, and and not just tough um, physically, but mentally as well. Um, you know, you're used to playing every single day. You have uh, your routines, and for them not to be able to be on the field, I know they worked out on Wednesday. I know that they were shut down on Thursday, and uh, you know, rightly so. Uh, with the new uh, news about uh, a couple of people that were in, uh, infected. Um, and I think they may end up, you know, they may not find out more information about uh, others who might be infected. The incubation period is anywhere from what, two to, you know, 14 days or so. And they're still learning about that. And so um, they're really challenged. And I think the fact that they, you know, one of the reasons why they decided uh, MLB and MLBPA decided to, uh, to have double headers is to try to play that catch up. I think the difficulty in that is that um, you're putting them at you're putting players at risk physically and mentally um, to be able to, to, to play catch up. I know they've talked about the possibility of not having uh, of playing all 60 games and going with a percentage as far as the playoff contention is concerned. I don't think that's fair either, um, particularly with a 60 game schedule and a shortened schedule as it is. So. Um, it's a difficult situation. I know that they've talked about the possibility of shutting the, the season down and they've done some investigations and trying to tighten up protocols, but, um, but we'll see this, this next week, it's a pretty darn good uh, litmus test as to how, how things will, will proceed and, um, uh, hopefully they can get on the other side of it somehow. Well, you just alluded to it and you played, so you would know, I mean, Monday and Tuesday, they, they weren't allowed in the ballpark. Wednesday, they had staggered workouts. Yesterday, they weren't allowed at the ballpark. Uh, it's Friday morning right now when we're recording this. And as of now, baseball activity is, is off until further notice. So as a, how difficult is this for the players and the pitchers? How difficult will it be to get back into the rhythm that they need to be in? I think it's going to be very difficult um, unless that they're throwing in a parking lot somewhere or they have a home where they, they have the facilities to be able to do some things. And some players may be able to do that. Um, and they may be 
figuring out ways just to do that. But, um, but taking a week off of baseball is a very long time. I remember, you know, talking to players and going through it myself as a player that all-star weekend, just, you know, those three or four days, um, they take you out of your rhythm. They take you out of the, um, your routine. And, uh, and I, you know, I'm concerned about the timing, um, the, the fact that they didn't have a, a real spring training, uh, all those things are, going to creep up on them and uh and it really puts the Phillies at a tough disadvantage and my last one for you Ruben is is and you know this better than anybody you know as as former GM of the team Philadelphia expects winners um and whenever the Phillies do do get back on the field hopefully and play games and hopefully everybody's healthy and safe um what should fans expect from them after being off for this long yeah, that's a really tough question. I mean, a lot of it depends. And, and, and you have to give a lot of credit to the players because when they did come back um, after the long break, uh, their second off season, so to speak, um, they were in great physical condition and they looked like they were ready to go. Uh, I was very impressed by that. I would assume that they'll continue to try to work, stay on those routines um, whilst they're taking this break. Um, but again, you know, timing and, you know, this is, this is a, this is a sport and uh, it, it needs routine and you need to continue to play and you need to, to have the reps to be able to be ready to play at that elite level. And uh, it's going to be tough for them to do it. I think that, um, you know, all the fans can hope is that uh, these guys can come back and be ready when it's time to ring the bell again. Well, Ruben, I appreciate your time as always. Thank you. Uh, hopefully we get a chance to talk baseball um rather soon uh, that you know it's it's been a really unique 2020 season you wait four months for baseball and then it comes back and you have it for three days and then and then it's another week without games it's just been a really bizarre year but thank you for the time and hopefully we get a chance to talk baseball sometime soon sure david anytime okay picture this it's friday afternoon when a thought hits you i can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.